Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Hi, I'm Corin Nemec and you are listening to Geeks Out on Joy. Nemec. Now, there was an encounter and a half. Uh, definitely. <laughs> um, you were very excited, I think. You... I, I was. Like, in the, I was like, oh, cool. I get to, to cover. I think it was Oz Comic Con a couple mm. of years ago. I was like, oh, boy, all these people. Um, folks, Parker know, Lewis can't lose. Parker Lewis can't lose. I got to tell him, it's like, hey, my friend Catherine uh, has had a crush on you since you were in high school. So there we go. Um, you are back on Geeks Out. Miranda Sparks here with Clayton Wimshurst. Clayton, you had a birthday recently. I did. And your gift to yourself, I understand, was... Well, actually, I'll let you explain the world. So, no, actually, this was my birthday present last year. So, this has actually taken a while to come into f- f- to oh. activation. Um, so, this was not my birthday present to myself. I was given this by friends. And my friend who has a birthday in January, they just kind of gave us the gifts at the same time. <laughs> and here. <laughs> so, so this, is, uh, this has been a while coming. It has. Yeah, and it, I think it's a it's a, a gift from a friend who really knows you too, and what oh, you're yeah. into. So, mm. what was the gift? So, it was a sleepover at Pentridge Prison in Melbourne, in Coburg, um, for a ghost tour slash sleepover slash pizza night. Now, you're going to tell us in a minute if there were actually ghosts there and if they wanted some pizza. Yes, and of course they did. Now, we actually have a little clip of you from the event. This was... This was just a Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, and this is just a few. They're not. It's not one clip exactly. It's just like some a few audio grabs. All right. Mm -hmm. So this is Clayton at Pentridge Prison on Saturday night. (laughs) That's what I thought it was. (laughs) 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 So we just found the electrical (laughs) listings on a piece of paper that does look antique. I feel like we're in a video game where random things appear and you have to do something with them in order to get out. But you'd yeah, yeah, or like an escape room, a lockbox. Thinking these are for the renovations, (laughs) or the next part of the video game. (laughs) We'll find the key in a random cell somewhere. All right. If there's anybody in this room other than Sarah or myself, I'm such a teacher. If there's anybody in the room. If Please there's anybody the in the rods. room. So make the uh, the dowsing rods cross was kind of the, the main thing that we were doing. So so you had dowsing rods in hand. We had dowsing rods in hand, uh, along with some other technology, uh, something called a K2, which is like a little light-up thingy, okay. um, a EMF reader, um, a ghost radio thing, which is um, scans frequencies to try and get ghosts. I'm just imagining that thing like in Ghostbusters, you know, with a little antennae that pop out the side. Oh, it definitely was not far off that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, look, we got to play with a whole lot of ghost hunting technology, which was pretty awesome. Even down to your basic um, laser thermometer, which you could use to tell the kind of temperatures around the room. Uh, so this was one run by Lantern Ghost Tours, um, who have sort of the rights to do this. And, uh, you know, it was a really great experience. I um, was worried about being too scared to go, even though I am a massive skeptic. Um, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, I was about to ask, <laughs> are you a believer? I'm not, or a believer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't stop. 
believe or stop. I stopped believing. Um, no, I look. It's the one thing I want to believe in more than anything is ghosts. Like I really want to believe in ghosts, but I'm the type of person who requires empirical evidence for everything. I mean, you are a science teacher. So yeah, this, this is how you work. It is. So I want. I do these sort of things. I go on ghost tours for one. I love the history you get from it. So it's not always about um, what's happening around the ghosts, but it's just the history of the place. And I found out so much stuff about Pentridge Prison. Like it used to be. A women's prison. It actually started as a women's prison, and then it was a mixed gender prison mm-hmm. um, with a gate in between. I didn't know that was a thing. No, neither did I. So there were separate parts of the prison were men's and women's, but it was actually just divided by like a metal gate. It wasn't like hugely separated or anything. Now I'm just imagining a drama where like you know a pair of lovers are there on either side of the bars and just being like. She used to bring me roses. Well, I wish she would again. Um, so that's the thing is that there are a lot of babies born in this prison. And initially it was because of guards interacting with the female prisons, which yes. I will not use any of the words that I could possibly say there. I mean, uh, either way, it's it's not savory. No. Um, and then later on, you know, there's probably, even though the male and female prisoners were kept separate, there are ways and means around these things. I've watched enough prison shows to know that. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Now, um, did you find your empirical evidence? Uh, unfortunately, I did not. Um, I did not have anything that proved to me that there were any ghosts within the location. Now, but your friend has a different idea. My friend and pretty much everybody else on the tour except for me <laughs> um, believed that there was definitely um, supernatural experiences happening. Uh, so at one point we were inside what was called the wet rooms, which is where they would put you if you were drunk um, or um, otherwise kind of mentally um, unhinged. I can't think of good words. I'm sorry. <laughs> Having a mental breakdown. I, either way, mm. if you're not in a of sound mind. That's a really good one. Let's go yes. with that. So they put you in this sweat cell with like 10 other prisoners and um, you, they just let you sober up or whatever else. Um, so we, we stood in that room and there, there was quite a lot of action happening with the dowsing rods in terms of asking questions and they were crossing and things like that. Um, my and a lot of people for that, that was their evidence. They, they had enough evidence around that. Mm. I was very aware that these dowsing rods responded so easily to any slight movement of the hand. So to um, for them to be crossing and moving, you, you had to move like a quarter of a millimeter. I, I imagine, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you're playing on a Ouija board with friends and then you accidentally, you know, or you end up spelling words from the spirits like, who and bum. And- yeah. Yep. Um, but I, what I did make sure I do was I remained respectful throughout the night and making sure I didn't question people's beliefs. And yeah. um, I, I challenged a couple of little things. Like people were pointing a thermometer and saying the temperature was changing and I was very aware that whether, from the where the laser was pointing, it's because they were pointing the thermometer at people uh, <laughs> and, and the wall. You're going to get different readings. <laughs> so, um, But that's probably because I understand how the technology works. Now, you know, one of the most uh, haunting aspects doesn't necessarily need to mean ghosts no do you get the sense you know walking into this environment the the lingering sense of something messed up happened here i think any prison has that automatic sense but that's probably how again television but i think those things do a lot happen you definitely get the feeling that it was not a nice place the cells were tiny the um the conditions were clearly challenging uh, it was, yeah. And like, this, is, this is the location where Chopper Reed was. Like, he was actually in this prison and we actually spent time in his cell. So this isn't actually some, this isn't actually a prison that's been, you know, shut down like in the, the, the 40s or 50s or whatever. This is something that's in our conceivable lifetime. I believe 1997. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, this is fairly recent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, you know, standing in Chopper Reed's cell, trying to communicate with Chopper Reed through the technology was interesting, seeing people's reactions to that. Um, and definitely the feeling from a lot of people was there was a lot of spiritual activity happening throughout the location. I'm, I'm just imagining, um, you know, the spirit of Chopper Reed lingering and being like, buy my book. With my family royalties. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that's what he might have said. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, so one thing that was interesting was I was really worried that when I slept, because it was a sleepover tour, um, a lot of people just stayed up all night and just ghost hunted all night. And if you're going to do this, that is what I recommend. That is actually what you should do. I'm old. Um, so <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get some sleep. Um, and I did check out my cell to see if there was any ghosts in my cell and nobody communicated inside my cell. So that was nice. Mm. Um, but what was interesting was that I wasn't as afraid. I thought once the, I'd close the door, the lights were out, I'd be like freaking out. Because as much as I don't believe, I scare myself though mm. from watching YouTube. Like, I don't want horror movies don't scare me, but real footage scares me, even though I don't believe it. I'm I mean, complicated. I mean, there's the thing, you know, like the human brain is, is so adept at self deception and looking for patterns that aren't there and frightening you and searching out danger and you would have thought that that would be the experience here yeah but my brain did not so they're looking for pattern thing called pareidolia so that was what i taught my friend sarah who was with me i explained you know what pareidolia was and seeing patterns and things that um on seeing faces and things that weren't necessarily there and whatever else i mean it's ironic because it's you know one of humanity's more distinctive traits from the rest of the animal kingdom absolutely and yet in this way, it works against us so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it did in this case, I think. Um, people felt like they saw stuff. I was more aiming to pareidolia. But again, I respect the fact that that's what they felt. And um, I, I let them express that without challenging them or yeah. anything like that. Because I think that was important. And it was if my learning experience, it was important that... I actually experienced how they ghost hunt and stuff and me challenging them would not have given me that experience. I mean, at the very least, you know, you get, you get some great stories out of it. Yeah. And I, I did. Um, but one of the interesting ones, I did actually get a photo that, um, was, you know, it could be questioned as having some spiritual activity happening in it. Now, very intentionally, I did not show you this before the show because I wanted to show you live on air. Okay. We're going to so, see my reaction live on air. Yeah. Right so here we go. See, have a look at the photo and see what you think. Is it? Do you want to describe the photo? Right, uh, there is a a uh, woman with curly blonde hair sitting uh, on the ground in a cell with a white painted wall. It looks like a wooden floor. There is a smear of of white, which could be, you know, like a bit of. I know. I think lens flare is the wrong word. There could be a smudge on the lens. But it also could be a ghostly trapdoor into an ethereal realm, which is definitely what that is. So that is my friend Sarah, um, and she has a friend who runs ghost tours and um, does spiritual readings and things like that. And he felt that it was a orb moving, a ghost orb moving across the the camera as I took the photo. So, so different interpretations. I can't explain exactly what's happening in the photo. So I will confess that it's not what I would say is normal. Mm-hmm. But I also have a thing where I don't believe in ghosts, so I would be looking for that explanation as to what. I mean, uh, you know, two explanations in that a ghost becomes an orb because you know an orb is the most energy efficient shape in you know the universe. 
secondly, uh, because, you know, they, they're genderqueer and wanted to shuck off gender and they're like, I'm an orb now. Uh, <laughs> That's the one I choose to go with. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm happy to say that I am r- really happy that people believe this stuff and I would not challenge it anymore that I would challenge a religion presiding that religion respects me. I only respect religions that respect me. That's my uh, my approach to that. So as long as um, this spirituality and belief is going to respect me at the same time. So, so you're in Chopper Reed's cell. Yeah. Like, are there any other interesting sort of figures that you, you picked up on while there? Uh, there's a couple of serial killers. Um, there was the last person who was hung. I uh, lost men and women both hung in this prison. Sorry, let me try that in English. Uh, <laughs> the last man and woman to be hung in Australia but were both hung at this prison. I think I think actually the the particular English, you know, when you're actually talking about strangling someone yeah. who's, is hanged. Hanged. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. That's the only time hanged is acceptable is when you're talking about Strangling someone with a noose. Okay, I will accept that. Yes. I'll, I'll accept your belief. No, uh, so <laughs> you'll, you'll um, accept my belief so long as it respects you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, and also, um, there Ned Kelly was hanged here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and he was buried here at this at Pentridge as well, and his body was excavated from that site and moved to Melbourne Jail. Now, when was the last execution in Australia? Do you know? Fifties. I can't remember. Tar- oh no, so the women was fifties. The men was about nineteen sixty two. I think women was nineteen fifty one. Wow. Yeah. And look, the stories behind them, they're definitely worth looking up. They're, they're very interesting stories. I'm not going to go into any of them because I don't feel like I can speak with enough authority um, on them and I don't want to give half information. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, give us a bit of information for folks who might want to check this out. So if you Google Lantern Ghost Tours and you'll be able to find how to do, where to locate the stuff. I don't have the address off the top of my head, um, but it is also... The Pentridge Prison Sleepover. Well, I think pretty sure you will find it All from right. that. Through Lantern Tours. Lantern Ghost Tours. Yes. For- this podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.